Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level, so I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have channeler Benny Ferguson Jr. And Benny channels the entity known as Abraham. We have a live channeling discussing some very deep and profound questions. And I think you're really, really going to enjoy Abraham and Benny. So let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show Benny Ferguson Jr. How are you doing, Benny? I'm good, Alex. How are you today? I'm doing very good, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm I'm excited to talk to you and also talk uh, to the entity that you uh, channel, uh, Abraham, as well. He's very wise, has lots of profound things to say. So before we get to Abraham, I really am interested in your journey, how you got mm-hmm. here. What was your life like prior to the insanity that is yeah. <laughs> channeling in your life, yeah. sir? Yeah, the, the unknowing, the not... You know how why how and why am I here? Right. <laughs> you know I I think my life is similar to a lot of people's in that you know actually I have only to say like a quiet desperation type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know you kind of you, you you look like everybody else. Actually, you look successful. You look like you're doing everything right. And I remember in high school I was told that I was the one that was the guy that was good or whatever. But at the same time, dying inside, angry, frustrated, because I feel like I i always felt like I wasn't what I could be. And that was always inside of me. And it was always making me feel bad. So I'm always walking around with that. Was always walking around with that until, you know, late 30s. I was feeling that way, that I was there was always more. There was something else or I wasn't actually achieving what I should be achieving. I wasn't where I should be in life. And uh it was just a quiet frustration type of thing. Now, as far as the channeling side, I probably started channeling, I think, around 2012 that I knew of. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, I had had dreams. I called them nightmares, but they weren't. I know now, but they appeared to be nightmares from the time I was in elementary school. Um, I had the 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 night terrors where it feels like you if you're laying on your stomach and I stopped laying on my stomach, lay on your stomach and you feel like you can't move. I had those type things. And I had dreams where it felt like someone was behind me. And I'm trying to run from them in my dream, but I can't really get going really fast. But I knew somebody was behind me. And now I ask myself, I, well, I tell people I never thought to turn around and look and ask the question, <laughs> you know, but this was happened from elementary school. And then. When I was in college, I would have um, episodes where I could see, I would be laying down, I would be asleep. I know I was asleep, but I could see the room. 
And again, I didn't know what was happening at the time. I was just scared. It scared me. Um, and then I went to college. I majored in the sciences. I majored in biology, chemistry. And after college, I, well, before college ended, I got into different businesses. I was going to be in business for myself and really excited about entrepreneurs, helping entrepreneurs. They seem to be showing up a lot for me nowadays. Um, but was in sales and I was coming home one day and you know, I've always been a studier. And so I always learned everything that I needed to learn when, it, especially when it came to sales and a company sales process, but I couldn't ever really get going as far as making the sales and being successful, making money, which mm -hmm. I was trying to needed to do. And one day I was coming home and I just got so mad at myself and I was banging on the steering wheel. Like, what's the matter with me? What's the matter with me? I, in a nice way, I know I know more or as much as other people that were doing better than me financial wise. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm asking myself, what's the matter now? A couple of weeks later, I was asleep. It was about one 30 in the morning and I woke up in an anger rage. And right before I woke up, I told myself that I was tired of being afraid. And I woke up and I felt like I was on fire and I could feel it. Like there was heat coming off of me. My wife came around the bed. She's asking me what's the matter. And I'm standing there and I'm just furious. I'm just mad. I'm really mad at myself. Right. And I had a spontaneous out-of-body experience, just standing up beside the bed. My awareness was at the window. I could see my body. I could see my wife in front of my body asking me to calm down. And my vision was 360 degrees. It felt like a long time, but I know it was like maybe a second or so. And then I was back in my body. And that's kind of what started everything for me. Um, and with that, with that experience, I asked myself a question that's kind of driven me ever since. That question was, what control and power do I have in and over my life? That was the question. And that question has kind of guided me and honed me in what I'm doing now mm -hmm. uh, as far as working with people and uh, realizing their potential, realizing that, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a you that exists beyond all of the fear and all of the insecurity. And if you can get to that place and live from that place now physically, there's nothing you can't do. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm, that's my biggest mission is trying to help people to get there. Uh, and Abraham's a big part of that. Uh, I was listening to Abraham a lot. Um, I did, I don't know. I think when I first started, I made, I was channeling others as well. And I also, I also started where I could channel or speak with, individuals who had just passed i did that for a little bit uh, but mm -hmm. that wasn't really my complete calling when my mom passed in 2020 i was able to speak to her as soon as she left her body my family didn't even see me writing in a notebook oh, i was talking to her as soon as she left her body and i knew i could do it then and so i was ready right so as soon as she left her body i started writing i was communicating with her and uh but i've really settled into the channeling and with abraham and it's amazing the things that come out when we're working with people and being able to assist them in releasing the resistance that they have to trying to create what they want in their life. Well, let me ask you, when you, um, when you first started to hear Abraham mm -hmm. uh, coming in, uh, did you think you were losing your mind? <laughs> like you're hearing voices? Like how, how did that, how did that, how did you deal with that? You know what? When 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 I realized it was Abraham, I think I had already started 
the channel. And to tell the truth, when I first started, I didn't ask who it was. Mm. And when I first started, I was right. I had started writing a newsletter back in 2012. And I realized that I was doing it because I was using words that I didn't know. I didn't know what they meant. <laughs> and at first, it, the strings would come and I would try to know, try to pay attention to them and, and realize what, what was being said. And then I re quickly realized that not keeping my focus on what was coming through and just writing interrupted it. And so I, I didn't get it all down. So then I stopped trying to realize what was being said and just let it completely come through. And then I would read it on the computer. I was typing and not writing. And then I would read it on the computer like, wow, this is not me. Number one, I'm using these words that I don't know what they mean. So I have to look them up and come back and say, okay, this fits perfectly. This makes complete sense. And it's profound. It's not me. Um, but I didn't ask for a while who it was. And I don't know if it was Abraham when I first started or not. I just know when I did ask, uh, they said it was, and you know, they have been doing a lot of work on our planet for years. Um, I did ask about me at one point and they said I had done this before. Um, so that kind of helped with the, okay, wow. <laughs> So, so this is what we're this is what we're doing, you know. <laughs> well, let me so let me ask you then when when you finally kind of accepted the situation, how did you process it? Like, well, this is my new mission in life. Like that that's a shift. That's a massive shift from hustling and trying to yeah. do entrepreneurial work and 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 doing other things what you went to school for, all this kind of stuff and all of a sudden go I guess I'm going to be a channeler now and try to help people. Like that's a major shift in, in your mind. How did you process it? Well, you know, the, the channeling part was interesting, but the supporting people and, mm. and leading wasn't new. Mm. I suddenly quietly had been doing that all my life. And I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that people have always come to me like that. And I'm not the most outspoken person, but people have always gravitated to me like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can remember an instance, you know, back when I was 13. Um... We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. But people have always come with, so that part wasn't surprising, but the channeling part was, but the, the overall of, of supporting people wasn't something that was new. Got it. So then, let me ask you, when you finally came out publicly with mm -hmm. this, uh, how did your family, your friends, colleagues deal with this? Because like I always say to channelers, like, hey, you know, when you walk into a room and say, I'm a channeler, it kind of clears the room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> It's a yeah. little bit outside the box uh, for well, most people. You know, when it when when my out of body experience first happened. Now, I grew up in the in the with Christianity mm -hmm. and my parents and most of my family are there uh but even as a young even i'm gonna say before middle school maybe elementary school i was in there were things that were talked about and, and were that was taught that i didn't agree with even as a kid but i you know where i grew up that wasn't something that you said out loud around the adults you know mm -hmm. but there were things that didn't sit well with me back then and i realized now that i knew more than i realized that i knew um but when I first had my out-of-body experience, I kind of tried to talk to it, talk to my close family about it. And they did their best to reference the Bible and just kind of, you know, I've had experiences, things happen, this God, the Holy Spirit, 
Jesus and but it didn't sit right with me. So I went on my own journey of of looking for the answers. And I went outside of the Bible. And, you know, I'm sure my story. Well, I know my story is similar to others. I went through all the major spiritual traditions of the world. Uh, I went through quantum physics. I went back to my sciences. I went through all of them. And what I was able to see, Alex, is the parallels between all of them. I wasn't looking for what was wrong with this one and what was wrong with that one. I was looking for answers to what happened to me. And so in doing that, and, and religion was the main spiritual thing, right? And so that's where I started. And then I had the science to, to fall back on from school. And so I went through that also. And I saw the parallels instead of see, seeing the differences. So it made sense. And I saw that, hey, these books are saying the same thing. You know, the Tao and, and all of these things, they're saying this, they have the same things in them. Now, you you take away the traditions and 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 all of that stuff from where they were demographically, they're saying very similar things. And so I was able to see that. And what I have found also is that a lot of my family and the people that I know, I didn't really have to come out to them because I already knew that they weren't my people. Hmm. <laughs> I already knew that. Now, if they come around or somebody sees my stuff out there and they ask me a question and, and they want to talk, that's fine. But I quick, you know, being in earshot of people and knowing where they are, most of them are not my people. And so I'm about putting myself out there to the people that are looking for me, that are on this journey mm -hmm. and, and looking for support. Now, um, so it, it, is it possible to talk to Abraham? Can we have yeah. a, a little bit of a session with him? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. awesome. All right. Let me. What's your process? How do you kind of come in and out and so we can kind of prepare for ourselves? You know what? It's, it's that's interesting too because everybody is so different. Very. Uh, I really don't have to do anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. like they're here right now, and the, and the stream comes from this direction. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I'm I'm talking to people, we'll be having a conversation like this, and they'll already be trying to talk, and I'm, I'm like, we're not, you know, we're not doing it yet. Wait, wait, wait. But <laughs> but they're here now, and you know, most of the time I close my eyes so that I can focus on. Um, focus on what they're saying. I've been working on trying to keep my eyes open so that I can, I've started doing workshops online and I want to get to where I can do live workshops and not have to sit. So I've been working on keeping my eyes open and I've been able to do it somewhat uh, on my YouTube channel. I've got channels up now where I'm actually driving and I'm talking and it's mm -hmm. them. <laughs> so I've been working on that. So I may open my eyes and, 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 and close them, but okay. I really don't have to go through a process. They're here. They're here now. Perfect, my friend. We're waiting. We're willing and waiting, sir. All right. All right. All right. Hey, Alex. Hello, Abraham. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're excited to be here. We're excited for you and and the journey that you're on. And we're excited for this co-creation of events that we are able to support you and to support others, any who are open to hearing these transmissions. My first question to you is how do collectives like yourself pick the people that they're going to channel through? We channel through individuals who are of like vibration. Everything is about vibration. And although we are where we are and Benny is where he is and other individuals are where they are. We have a 
similar vibration. And it does help when an individual has, when channeling has been an individual's mission before. And oftentimes before they come into their physical body, they, it is their mission, they choose to come back to your planet and be of support in that manner again. And when they do that, the alignment is already there. And as, as Benny was stating in his process of getting to this point to where he's actually able to be comfortable in delivering the message to humanity that we are desiring to offer and support. So let me ask you, um, can you, can you talk a little bit about vibration and frequency for people who don't understand that concept? Yes. Yes. Everyone is given off a vibration. Everyone has a particular energy signature. And that energy signature is the result of the dominant ideas that they have in their mind. Uh, we want to say just mind. It's often said subconscious mind. But really, those dominant ideas exist just below your conscious awareness, if you want to use the high-low analogy or example. But they exist just below your conscious awareness. And they are that which drives you. They are that which separates you from the realization of your true self. You exist now beyond the body and beyond the mind. And the contents of your mind are that which cover your realizing your truth. And that's what we desire to support you in is uncovering your truth that you can live from that space now as a physical human being. Vibration frequency your ideas they cause you to emit a frequency and everyone really understands frequency even though they they are not aware of it. when you are in anger or frustration and you're giving off that energy what do you often meet in your home with your spouse and your children what do you meet when you walk in your stores you meet anger and frustration. You meet that energy. It gets reflected back to you. Now, when you're excited and you're happy, that's what you meet. And the strength is, if you're able to hold that excitement and that joy and that love that you can express by choice in the midst of another who is frustrated or angry, what happens? If you're strong enough to hold it, you will tune them to your vibration. And that's a simple example, but everybody understands that. Humanity understands that. If you're excited and joyful, someone who's not feeling all that great, if you hold it, you'll see their spirits lift. And vice versa happens. Does that no, make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Now, how can we, how can we as, as individuals learn to surrender more to the path to the guides that guide us through life and not try to control so much in our lives the idea of surrender is a tricky one because humanity would believe that surrendering would be to give up power to something that means to control or is capable of control. When the truth is, surrender means 
to let go of that which is separating you, to let go of that which is resisting your truth. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Once you come into the idea that you have guides and you let go of ideas of fear, doubt, and worry that they might somehow damage you, hurt you, or you might be condemned to some 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 hell or or negative negative um not negative reward but negative occurrence as a result of operating in that space of a guide or a a spiritual support of some sort once you drop those ideas and open yourself to uh, self up to the possibility of interacting with your guides you have loosened your vibration you have allowed your vibration to elevate to the point where you actually can match them to a certain degree and allow the communication to flow more easily. So what we're talking about is <clears throat> letting go of the fear. Because if any one individual lets go of the fear of what is possible, once they come into the idea of a new possibility, then they open themselves up for the connection. Well, what do you, how do you handle feelings of spiritual doubt or uncertainty when you're on the path? Spiritual doubt and uncertainty. The idea of spirituality carries a lot of confusion in itself because One operating under the idea that there is a spiritual and there is a physical can be confusing. There is no one or the other. They all they are one and the same. Your existence is a spiritual existence. Your existence is a energetic existence. This is where we discuss that foundational understanding that you're not your mind, you're not your body. And everyone knows this. We Humanity understands that when the physical body ceases to operate, that they separate from that body. And if you believe in a religious standpoint, you go somewhere else. Or if you've been taught in a spiritual standpoint, there is a, there is a process to the movement, the, the movement from the body to another position of understanding, a new idea, a new location. So even within those ideas, you're not your mind and you're not your body. So if you begin to operate and understand that the foundation of your being, then there's nothing to fear because that place that you are fearing is normal and natural. It's more consistent. It's more permanent. It's more constant. It's the body and it's the mind and it's this physical experience that is not the constant. That is very, very short-lived. So it's really a, a, a understanding of the truth, an understanding of your foundation as a being, not as a human being, but as a being. And if you begin to understand that, 
then a lot of those fears and doubts and worries, they fall away. They have to. Because in your understanding of that, number one, your vibration rises. And with a rising of your vibration, you allow in greater truth, truth that help you to understand the nature of your existence. And with that understanding, you get stronger and your awareness expands. And like we said, those fears, those doubts, those worries, they incrementally fall away. How can we silence the negative voice and the chatter in our minds? By shifting your attention. By shifting your attention. The negative, <clears throat> the idea of negative in itself indicates that you are focused. Your attention and your focus is on that which you do not want. Your attention and your focus is on that which you do not desire. That which you may you believe will bring a negative consequence. And this is all activity of the mind within the body, creating emotion, creating feeling. Shift your attention. You have that idea, use it as contrast to create the idea that you desire, and then you focus on that. And as you focus on this new idea, this more empowering idea, this more uplifting idea, and you give it your attention versus the negative chatter, It will fall away. The idea that is sourcing that negative chatter will fall away. It only still lives because of your attention and your focus. You're feeding it of energy. You're allowing it to source emotion within the body. This is what feeds the ideas. But when you stop giving, your, giving them your attention over time, they cease to exist. They fall away. They get weaker and weaker. The less you hear that voice, the more subtle the voice gets, the less the emotion, the less the emotion, the less the strength of the emotion decreases because you have stopped giving it so much attention. You will feel it coming to the body, but it won't be as strong as it used to be. It won't drive you into a state of being that causes you to speak and act from it. Because you've stopped giving it attention, focus, and feeding it with emotion. <clears throat> How can we connect to our higher power or divine consciousness? The idea of higher. The idea of higher creates separation. They're, they're, your consciousness is not higher or lower. We're talking about vibration. We're talking about frequencies. We're talking about the difference between 90.5 and 101.9. We're talking about frequencies. We're talking about feeling. Think about the idea of frustration and how that feels. That's a level of vibration. Think about the idea of excitement and exhilaration. Benny references the the feeling place of going over the crest of a roller coaster in that position of free fall, that exhilaration that you feel through your body. Your body's emitting a vibration, a level of frequency because of that experience. Now imagine if you held that exhilaration as you walked about your day. Seems weird, but it's possible. The same as being able to walk around in love all day is possible. 
once you condition yourself to that. And when you condition yourself to a new level of vibration, you open yourself up to all of the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding that resides with that level of vibration. So when you talk about connecting to your higher self, you're actually talking about meeting it with your vibration. Coming to it with your vibration, for that's all that separates you from the ability to connect. That's all that separates you from the wisdom and the understanding of that level of vibration. And it doesn't come to you. You have to move to it. That's the secret of humanity. You have to lift your vibration. That which resides on a higher level of vibration doesn't come down. You have to release the resistance that allows you to come up from your human standpoint. And many have done that. Those are the ascended masters. Many have done that. Not even the those you call ascended masters. Many have done that quietly. Many have done it consciously and many have done it unconsciously. But they have accessed higher understanding, higher knowledge because of their consistent, consistently held higher level of vibration. Now, how do we approach forgiveness when someone has wronged us deeply? First is understanding who forgiveness is for. Forgiveness is not for those who have wronged. Forgiveness is for the individual. Releasing yourself, allowing the release of the negative emotion, allowing the release of the idea of guilt or shame, any pain that is sourcing the experience. We have to understand that that which appears in front of you in the mirror of experience is a reflection. And those, the energies, the particles, the forms, whether they be human beings or animals or plants, trees, whatever it is that is assisting in creating the experience, they are collaborative components of yours, assisting you in the creation of that experience. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. So anytime you have an experience and you blame or are angry or frustrated with the collaborative component that showed up in front of you, all that collaborative, all that component has done is shown you that which is present inside of you. In love, in love, they have reflected that which is inside of you. And for each of you on the path of conscious creation, for each of you on the path of spiritual growth and awareness, that's a powerful thing because now you know what is operating inside of you. And once you engage that idea and release that idea, you have opened yourself up. Your vibration increases by releasing the resistance. We know this is a hard 
pill to swallow for many. But that which appears outside of you is a reflection in the mirror and it is reflecting you in love. In love. How can we tap into our own inner wisdom and guidance on our path in life? Your own inner awareness, inner awareness and guidance is constantly present. Your inner awareness and guidance is you communicating with you. It's always there. It's constantly present. The confusion is when the chatter of the mind, born of ideas rooted in low vibration, when that chatter is louder than the voice of your inner being. In your meditations, you can become aware of which is which. You can become aware of those ideas that are rooted in low vibration, those ideas rooted in fear. This is the challenge because your inner being is constantly communicating. Your guides are constantly communicating in support of you. The reason you cannot perceive their communication is your level of vibration. And the level of vibration that you're in is the result of the dominant ideas existing within your mind that are most often rooted in low vibration. Thus, they are holding you there. You must become aware of, first become aware of the idea that that which is present in my mind, my programming, may be holding me in low vibration. So how do you overcome the low vibrational ideas? Well, you make a practice of moving yourself into high vibration. And it doesn't matter how you start to do that. It can be a beautiful song. It can be the idea connecting to the idea of a rainbow. It can be imagining a beautiful location that you have experienced. Anything that takes you into a higher vibration. And the more you hold that vibration, think about your sound waves. That higher vibration begins to disrupt those ideas born of lower vibration because they are born of a different level frequency than the frequency you are holding. And if you are holding that frequency consistently, those lower vibrational ideas begin to dissolve. And as they dissolve, you realize that you are capable of being more consistent in that higher vibration. And that connection begins to open up between the communication between you and your guides and your inner being. And you realize that that level of support has been there all along, but it was and is your responsibility to renew the connection by first becoming aware that your programming is in large part of low vibration. How can we overcome negative karma and patterns in our lives? This is another idea that, that is overcome by attention and focus. Those patterns that you speak of, that karma that you speak of that is often reoccurring. This is what we would like for you to understand. That there are patterns occurring in your life. 
in those patterns, what, what is the source of those patterns? There has to be a cause. You live in a reality where there is a cause. There is a seed to everything. There is a seed to the human body. Seeds. There is a seed to all of your plants. There is a seed to every living thing. Your experiences have seeds as well. The system is set up to have a starting point, a seed. What is the cause of those experiences that continue to repeat? What is the cause of those experiences that recur, that cause you to feel, that leave you feeling the same way, leave you feeling frustrated, leave you feeling powerless, leave you feeling like a victim? The faces change, but the experience is very similar. What is the cause of broken relationship that ends in the same way? Seems to end in the same way, leaving you feeling the same way. What is the cause of your financial circumstance where you seem to get ahead and then you are pushed back further than you were? That has been repeating for years. There's a cause that causes the dominant ideas within your mind. And how do you overcome that karma? How do you overcome that programming? By being aware uh, that these are ideas at their base, operating and shifting your attention and your focus from those ideas to a, an idea of your choosing, of your intending, and focusing your attention there, feeling in the present moment the experience of that which you desire. And no longer giving attention and focus to that which you do not desire. How do you overcome feelings of fear and uncertainty in our lives, which is so powerful and so <clears throat> demanding in our lives so many times? The question is, how did they get so powerful? Mm -hmm. That's the first question. How did they get so powerful? Because nothing starts off so big that it takes control of you even in even in your experience of emotion now even in your experience of anger and frustration now you are triggered to that emotion something happens outside of you in your experience that triggers that emotion what happens it starts off small and if you're paying attention you can feel it begin to swell and it gets bigger and bigger to the point it causes you to speak and act in a way that afterward you say, I wish I hadn't have done that. But it didn't start off as something big, something huge that was out of control, this huge monster. It started off small. And it's the same with those, those fears that seem to have so much power and so much strength and that commands your attention. They started off small. But by your attention to that fearful idea and feeling, by your focus on that fearful idea and feeling, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, why did you focus on it so much? Why did you place so much attention on it? We'll tell you why. You focused on it because humanity has taught you to a fault, by default, by mistake, <laughs> <laughs> that to focus on that which you do not desire somehow makes it go away. <laughs> <laughs> and it does not. 
focus on focusing on that which you do not desire, you are feeding it. You are making it bigger. You are cementing that idea within your being. And once an idea becomes dominant, it resonates constantly, which again is why circumstances repeat in your life because you have created a dominant idea that exists within the mind. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. The mind that exists not here in this organ of the brain, but throughout your body, every cell, every particle has mind. And you as the being that is existing present within this physical body, the material that you are sowing into your mind, every cell knows, every particle knows. So when you establish a dominant idea, every particle knows that this is the idea you are focusing on. So this is what you are asking for. This is what you desire. And the whole body operates in unison, expressing that idea energetically. The ideas within your mind, your mind and body do not make the distinction between good, bad, right, wrong, what you want, what you do not want. They only know what you're placing your attention and your focus on. And the ideas that you establish as dominant can be to your betterment, to your empowerment, or they can be to your detriment. Meaning, lower vibration or higher vibration. How can we integrate spirituality into our daily lives and make it relevant in this insanely modern world? The first thing is to understand that they're, they're not separate. First thing to understand is that everything is energy and that you are a energy center. You are an energy center as it pertains to your life experience. And that which you are emitting, that which you are expressing energetically is reflected back to you in creating of your world, your universe, your verse. Your verse, your song, you are expressing vibrations, frequencies because of a multiple multitude of ideas existing within your mind and body that are singing your song constantly. The first thing is to understand that there's no separation. The energies come first and then the particles and then the matter and then the forms that are the people and the events and the experience that you have at the restaurant the experience that you have on vacation good bad or indifferent they are the reflection of your song that's the first thing you must understand when you say spiritual and you're wanting to integrate your spirituality your spiritual nature with the physical there is no separation there is only one thing that is the most important thing, and that is you and your energy signature, which is a result of your ideas. And when you begin to operate there at the foundation, when you begin to observe there in your meditation, take, and take one idea, take relationships, take finances, take health, focus on that idea and watch 
the thoughts, the thought patterns that are offered to you from your dominant ideas based on that one subject. And you will see. You will see not the result of your experience, but the cause of your experience. What advice would you give to someone who is just beginning their spiritual journey? Our advice would be to observe your inner reality. Shut down all media sources, shut down all conversations that don't feel good, shut down all experiences that don't feel good, that are within earshot, body shot of your physical senses. And as often as you can, focus on your inner self and notice, notice the thought patterns because the thought patterns reveal the dominant ideas. Notice if they're what you want or, what, or if they are of the nature of what you desire or what you do not desire. The types of experiences you want or the types of, of experiences you do not want. That's what we would suggest to one who is just starting on this journey because that will reveal your truth at the moment. Your belief in harmony, your belief in healing and well-being, or your belief in sickness and dis-ease, your belief in lack and scarcity, or your belief in wealth and abundance, your belief in unity and beautiful relationship, or your belief in broken relationship. That is what you will see. And that is where you should start. Well, if someone has the idea or the programming in their mind that wealth and abundance does not coincide with spirituality, that you have to be poor and penniless and live in a cave and meditate for 10 hours a day. Is that's the, that's the image of spirituality to them and that anybody who's wealthy or abundant couldn't possibly be spiritual. Can you talk a little bit about that for people? <laughs> We would suggest you look in nature. Look out your window into nature and see what you see as a pure expression of your planet, as a pure expression of source. Do you see lack and scarcity or do you see wealth and abundance? Mm. In its purity, in its purity, do you see lack and scarcity or do you see wealth and abundance? And the one that you see, the one that you see is a pure indication of that which is true. And if you think, feel, or believe anything other than that, then there's a misunderstanding somewhere. There's a misinterpretation. There is low vibration. There's low vibration in accordance to that idea. Millions of seeds, millions of seeds needed to produce the level of plants that you see on your planet. Millions of seeds that go unrooted, 
millions of seeds. Think about the idea of your National Geographic. Benny has this in his, in his mind. The, the number of the number of turtles, <laughs> the number of eggs that are laid for the turtles, and then the turtles trying to cross the beach to get to the water. Many of them don't make it. A lot of them do. But those seeds, those eggs that were positioned to birth the turtles were in magnificent abundance. The truth of source. And do you have any final words for our audience, Abraham? Look inward. The truth of you is inward. The truth of your experience right now as it stands, you will see if you look inward and work at the level of at your foundation. So many are focused on a desired manifestation, which is why they're in such turmoil dealing with or not even know how, not even knowing how to deal with the resistance that they offer when they look at a desired manifestation and are so frustrated with their inability to create that which they desire. Money being one of them that's so powerful and they don't realize that they they want it so badly that at their core, they're actually in conflict with it. They're actually focused on the lack of it. They're actually, actually focused on the absence of it. And that is an idea that creates an experience. Look inward to your thought patterns. They will reveal the truth of you. Take your eyes off just for a moment of any desired manifestation and look to the foundation of you. Look to your core and begin to work there. And that will take care of everything else. Thank you so much, Abraham, for your time and these profound answers. I appreciate you. Thank you. We were excited to be here. We look forward to being a support as often as we can. Thank you. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling, Benny? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Does it energize you or weaken you? It varies. It mm. varies. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm tired. Like if I speak to someone, sometimes it's, it's a lot and I can feel drained. And then sometimes I'm, I, I feel good. Sometimes I'm excited. How do you feel yeah. now then? <sighs> kind of heavy. <laughs> <laughs> These are hard questions. These are hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The questions, the questions were, were strong. They were very strong. And I don't mean heavy in a, in a bad way. My, my body feels kind of like I've tired a little bit. But the questions were strong. Those were really strong questions. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we try. I try to dig in deep, man. I try to dig in deep for, for people yeah. to get answers to things that they think about but never verbalize. So that's yeah. why that's what we try to do in this. Uh, but uh, I do appreciate you doing that, my friend. It was a really profound session with Abraham, yeah. and I, I think it's going to help some people uh, on their path. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions. Ask all my guests. Okay. How do you define? Uh, what do you define? Uh, what is your definition of living a fulfilled life? Alex, now what I have realized is that. Now, what was the last part? You said what type of life? Let me make sure I say fulfilled, the right thing. Fulfilled. A fulfilled. 
a fulfilled life to me now is one who is able to follow their inspirations. That's where the highest life is going to be for each of us as individuals. But the ability to follow our inspirations is the challenge. Is what us and in speaking to people, we have those inspiration. You know, people people go to their deathbed with their inspirations still inside of them, never have been able to act on them. And when you're not able to act on those inspirations that have been with you for years, mm-hmm. it's painful. Ooh, I know what it. Feels. Mm-hmm. that's where the most fulfilled life is if you can get to the point where you can actually act on your inspirations it will take you down the path that you designed for yourself and you'll be able to feel like you're doing what you you will feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing how do you define god i don't use god so much no more because of the ideas around it. I, I say source now. Mm-hmm. Source feels right to me more so than God does. Mm-hmm. So how do you define source? I define source as just all that is. It's not really a, a, a it. It's not really a thing. Because to say it's a thing means it's, it's, there's something that it's not. Right. If you try to say it's one thing, that means it's not something else, and it's everything. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> so fair enough. To say all that is, maybe, but that still kind of feels limited. <laughs> and what is the ultimate purpose of life? Ours right now is to create experience, just to create experience. Because when we leave, I mean, I've heard you speaking to others. When we leave, there's the review, and all of those things, and and. From a higher perspective, there's no good, bad, right, wrong. You know, if you can really hold on, understand that, and that when you leave your physical body, it's going to be looked at. You're going to look at it, and then you're going to decide from there what you're going to do next. So it's just about experience. Now, the power is a lot of us and people that will watch this are in the place where they are looking to be a conscious creator. They have come into that information. So the power is in that now. You can start intending. You can start intending versus reacting. You can start intending what you want and then figure out how to actually bring it into fruition. And where can people find out more about you and the amazing work you're doing, Benny? Let's see. I have, first of all, I have a free training out there that that people can really benefit from that really speaks to that foundation. And that's at www.iamthediscourse.com. Uh, I have hundreds of hours of channeling sessions on YouTube. Uh, that's at Benny R. Ferguson, Jr. J.R. hyphen consciousness ascending. Uh, that's where you'll find that. And uh, to learn more about you know what we're doing, you can actually watch testimonials from individuals who have experienced Abraham one-on-one at www.abrahamoneonone.com. And you do one-on-one sessions with people? Yes. Fantastic. Yes, one of the sessions we have started doing uh, online workshops, and hopefully in the summer we'll do our first live event, our first live workshop. My friend, I appreciate you coming on the show. It has been a pleasure and honor speaking to you. It's been really a profound conversation, and I do truly hope it helps people around the world on their path. Thank you again, my friend. I do truly appreciate you. Thank you, Alex. I really enjoyed it. <sighs> 
I want to thank Benny and Abraham so much for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 248. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.